We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Next Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Go in to OKC looking for revenge, playing against an undermanned Thunder team, looking to bounce back after that loss to the Bucks, and uh, after a slow start, the two-man crew of Julius, Triple Double Randall, and RJ Barrett, aka Broadway Barrett, the nine god, would dominate and put this thing away. Knicks win 119-97. to R.J. Barrett, career-high, 32 points. Julius Randle, triple-double. And Knicks get a bounce-back win. Much-needed bounce-back win. So let's kick this thing off. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs-up button for your squad. This is Knicks Post Game Live, presented by Manscaped, C.P. Ashley Moss, C.K.2.K. in the building. It's a nice bounce-back win, guys. Nice, nice bounce-back win. C.K., what you, would you think about tonight's W, man? Much needed. You know, we were looking at the schedule. We were talking about this road trip, and we were talking about which games we're hoping that we can pull out. This is the one that I feel like everybody had on that list. You know, people were saying that, you know, we could possibly go winless, but they're saying that we hope we get that one because the Thunder, even though they're a short man, you know the Thunder fight, and they fought tonight, even though we got this dub by a lot. They were fighting throughout the entire game. So, yeah, just good to see us get that win. Julius turning around after having a, a rough game last time out. It was, it was much needed. We needed it, especially with what we got coming up next. Agreed, agreed. Ash, you know, we talk about Julius a lot because this has been his year, his all-star year and the triple-double. But today's game and, and the second half of the season, I always say, is going to be marked by the consistency of R.J. Barrett. Can he be the Robin to Julius's Batman to really give this team a chance with his tough schedule? And today, once again, he delivered, man, 32 points, five boards. He was all over the, the all over the perimeter in terms of, in terms of his shot making. What do you think of RJ's game today? Listen, RJ, my nine god, he came to ball out. He came to prove a point tonight or today rather. 
this game was just impeccable from him, 50% from the three, over 50 from the field. He just really showed that he is trying to be and he is going to be the face of this franchise, one of the faces of this franchise. Mm -hmm. Also, look, we're going to get, like I always say, we're going to get some inconsistency from RJ as he's continuing to develop his game, as he's continuing to become the player that I think he's going to be once he gets that 25-26 range, when players, quote-unquote, start to hit their prime. We're starting to see that in bits and pieces. But here's the thing. When the defense is clicking, when the lanes open up on the offense, you really get to see RJ shine. I mean, his three-point game, his mid-range game is really starting to develop. Obviously, Randall, the all-star, triple-double today, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. I mean, he balls out. Obviously, quickly was a big lift off the bench, 21 points from him. So everybody was kind of doing what they needed to do. But also, defense always travels, and the defense travels in today's game. And it's really what kept us in the game when our offense was still a little bit shaky in that first half. And it really just helped us to keep everything in front of us as much as possible until our offense started to click. And here we are. We got the dub. As you said, on the defensive end, they forced 18 turnovers. So there that is. A defense certainly led the way. And as you spoke on IQ, you know, CK, we were shorthanded as well, man. We had no no Rose, no Peyton in the game. Um, So the Knicks did come in shorthanded. We would end up starting Frank in the first half. He, He started the game off at the point. Largely ineffective, started off with foul trouble, quickly and Burks gave us that spark off the, off, the, uh, off the bench, and then rotation adjustments for Tibbs, what we were looking for, IQ starts the third quarter, and, uh, and that's when things kind of, the Knicks kind of pushed it away, man, what what'd you think about IQ and, and the rest of the bench tonight? I love the bench mob. I, I'm I am one of the top cheerleaders of the bench mob, and I that, and that's why I was a little afraid of of quick coming in starting up uh, the third quarter. But Tibbs, like you mentioned, he made the change. He he made that rotational change where not only did he start in that uh, second half, but he let him play over uh, 22, 23 minutes at most. He played 33 minutes tonight, and that's all I've been asking for. I feel I understand yeah. we're under man. I get that, but we got a lot out of those 33 minutes from the foot, 56% from the field. You know what I'm saying? 21 points plus 16. Like, Mayo quickly was just all over the place. You saw the camaraderie between him and R.J. Barrett. Um, but then, yeah, even when he came off the bench, like, a, a lot of people were probably worried about Alec Burks being one of the main guys running the show, and he did a good job. I feel like he, yeah. you know, we, we, we slipped up a little bit there at, at, towards the end of that third, a little bit into uh, the beginning of the fourth, mm-hmm. but for the most part the bench uh held their own and i've been loving this bench mob even when we were, were depleted we're still looking really solid out there with the bench mob so yeah quickly great minutes from him tonight uh really unfortunate about frank still a little upset yeah. about the you know seven minutes short leash but I mean, you know we got the job done you know the, done. the thing with frank is, is that it was not I told everybody when training camp started, you know, I said Frank was not going to be the priority when it comes to the point. You know, everybody got right. on me, said, you know, that that's not true. How do you know this? Whatever. Tibbs, he's not a point guard for Tibbs. He's not Tibbs' point guard. This is why he hasn't played up until now because he – and he's only played now because of the injuries. You know, he's only playing now, as Tibbs said, situational. And this is the situation. The problem is, is that Frank hasn't been capitalizing. The two times now that he's been propelled into the starting lineup at the point guard, the Spurs game and this game, he was largely ineffective. Now, the Spurs game, he came on later on in an off-ball scenario. He shot the three very well in that game uh, when it was really largely out of hand. But overall, he just didn't give it. He, he doesn't give us that punch at the point. And IQ came in. He started that third quarter, picked up full court, got a strip 
steal in, on in the uh, in in the full court. Got it to RJ for and one okay. and RJ and and then as you said Ash all the time, you know having that floor spacer for RJ. That's what IQ can give you. Being that floor spacer for RJ and Julius. So um, great game by IQ all the way around. Man. Yeah, it's definitely key to RJ's development, but IQ just really showed what he can bring to this team. And I'm just hoping that we start to see it more consistently. I think there's some moments where, and I think that's one of the things that prevents him from being a starter, is the fact that it's not consistent. Um, Obviously, right now, it's most beneficial in that second unit coming off the bench. But I think if we're ever going to see him in that starting position, it has to be something that is consistently happening in his game. And I think there are options or rather there are opportunities and times where it's like, hmm, it's not what we saw. And then he snaps back out of it and he snaps into the IQ that we like to see. So I think this is growing pains with him. Just like with RJ, we're going to get games where RJ is on, like he is tonight with 32 points. And then we're going to get games from him where he's a little bit more quiet. And we're wondering, okay, what's the deal with RJ? It's just growing pains of when you're dealing with a young team, young players. And eventually they start to go ahead and, level out as they more consistently get comfortable in their game and what they can bring to the table. Look at um, Julius Randle as a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He's now consistently, it's, he has more great games than he does bad ones. And right. that just happens as you do it more and you get more reps and times in rotation. Yeah, uh, 100% agree. And, you know, people are going to ask now, you know, should he be starting? Or I, I still think I would still lean D-Rose uh, just for that experience. And when you come up against better teams, you're going to need somebody with a little bit more experience in terms of running the offense. But IQ still needs that look. You know, it's it's Peyton that you want to, you know, move further down the rotation, move further down the bench. IQ has to be there, especially in this, those moments when you need his scoring. And I thought Tibbs, for a, an extended period of time, went with the lineup of IQ. IQ, RJ, Alec Burks, Julius, and Taj. In that third quarter, he went with them for quite some time in that rotation to give Julius and RJ some floor spaces out there. RJ with 13 points in that quarter, they they would end up blowing that open in third. And, and, you know, Burks and IQ, the two key pieces to me for that bench, uh, really gave us some punch in the, in the offense. Burks, 15 points, 6 of 18 from the field. Uh, and, and IQ, 21 points, 9 of 16 from the field, 3 of 8 from downtown. So it was a great job by the two of them. Because, look, even though the Thunder are a shorthanded team, still, it's still an NBA team, and, and they're not a, a bad defensive team. You know, they're, they're, they're up there in terms of defense. Obviously, we know Dort's capabilities, and, and he started off the game playing RJ Tough. So uh, the Knicks had to come out and earn it. The Thunder did not go away quietly. Yeah, and I mean, also, this is a, a criticism that we have um, of IQ often is that he doesn't really look for anybody, and if he's going to be a true point guard, the job of a point guard, and, you know, this is one of the criticisms of Kyrie Irving, is that your job, really, number one, is to go ahead and just drive that offense. You're supposed to go ahead and keep the ball rotating, make sure the spacing is correct. You are the general of the offense. It's not really about you putting up points. It's not really about you scoring. It's about more of assisting than anything else. And I think IQ likes to shoot just like Kyrie. He enjoys having the ball in his hand. He enjoys putting points on the board. And right now when you're in a situation where the Knicks don't have enough scoring and that's something that we're drastically missing, that's okay. You can do that. But as the season progresses, or rather the future seasons, when they come and you start adding more pieces to the puzzle and hopefully you get more help on the scoring, you get more help on the offense, IQ is going to have to be okay with taking a back seat and putting up points because that is not his job, especially 
who has that starting position somewhere down the line. He has to be okay. It's not about you putting the ball into the basket. It's about making sure that your teammates are in a position to do that. Yeah. Right now, that's not really a situation we have to worry about. Moving forward, definitely is. For sure. No no doubt about it. On on to Julius. Triple-double for Julius Randle. 26 points, 12 dimes, 12 boards. How about this stat? The, the first time that a Nick has had two triple-double games since Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Whoa. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. Whoa. I mean, when you, when you talk about the fact that the Knicks haven't had a point guard in ages, you look at that <laughs> stat. <laughs> That's the stat right there. It didn't even come from a point guard. It didn't even come from a point guard. It didn't even come from a point guard. But just an overall playmaker, and that's what Julius has been. You know, he's made up for the lack of consistent playmaking on this team and, and once again uh, settled in. You know, it's a big difference when you don't have the Greek freak on, on top of you and, and Milwaukee's defense. <laughs> right. And, you know, 26 points, 12 assists, 12 boards, 8 of 15 from the field, 3 of 6 from downtown. And once again, it's, it's a three-point shooting and his playmaking that has been the biggest difference maker from this team and if you go to uh, I think I was on cleaning the glass if you look at his assist to usage ratio that's that's measuring how much of his team's um, buckets that he assists on based on how much he has the ball last year he was in the 50th percentile amongst his position this year he's in the 86th so he's at the top of the league, man. He's, he's That's really a true, true difference in his game and, and the improvements in this game year over year, man. Um, CK, what do you, you think about Julius tonight? Yeah, uh, what, what can you not say about Julius? My, my biggest thing, though, was just because of the game that we had against Milwaukee. And like you said, completely different situation dealing with, you know, this broken down Thunder team compared to being guarded by not just Giannis, but the entire Milwaukee Bucks defense. So, um, I just wanted to see him take advantage of the, the you know, I don't I don't want to talk bad on the Thunder because, you know, I know they're not having a good season yeah. at the same time. The Thunder, they be fighting defensively. Hey, they be, we lost yeah. to them by double digits. That's what that I'm saying. Hey, right. Yeah. I, look at me already already trying to forget about that game. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> but yeah, so my biggest thing is I just want to see him have that turnaround. And this is uh, above and beyond what you expect to have from a turnaround. And that's what basically what the story of Julius Randle has been this season, him being the all-star that he is, you know, having the season he had last year, having everybody going after his neck and then completely turning around. We saw that in the two game span, the same way, having a rough game coming off of an all-star break and then, taking care of business the way he was supposed to almost 40 minutes doing everything he had to do. So I'm just always impressed. And it's to the point now with Julius Randle that I'm not even, I'm not even worried. I was even saying like, he, I probably alone, but Julius Randle could have had three bad games and I still wouldn't have been worried about Julius Randle. I, I, I'd be, he's, he's done so, so well for us this season and, and shown us that, you know, this new Julius Randle is probably the guy we should probably get used to that. I knew that he was going to have this turnaround game, but definitely with the stretch that we have of games coming up, I'm glad he did it sooner rather than later. Yeah. So I'm glad that he chose this game to do that. And, and in impressive fashion, not in those stat-chasing way. It was just with the flow of the game. And, um, yeah, he did a great job. I loved him playing point guard uh, a little bit more than sometimes when we have number six playing point guard. Yeah, so that's I, for I damn game out of Julius Randle. That's for damn You sure. know, I – before we take any phone calls or anything like that, I'm yeah. feeling – generous today. Why, why are you feeling, Ash? How are you feeling? Uh -oh. I'm, in uh -oh. a, I'm in a good mood today. Uh -oh. I just feel like Julius Randle had a triple-double. My RJ put up 32 points. Uh -huh. IQ had 21 points off the bench. What, we, what do we want to do? It's a bounce back. I just feel like I got some hats coming my way that CP has sent me, and I just feel like if I get a 1,000 likes 
thumbs up in this chat right now. Simfan TV's ears are perking. I feel like I should give away one of these autographed hats, one of these signed hats, personalized to whoever wins it. We can go ahead and put the form in the chat. We can fill it out, whoever wins it. And I'll write a cool little message on there, and that'll be that. I'm just, I'm just in a good it. mood, but I feel like I need at We're least feeling generous right now. likes in it for this for the show. All I right. need at least that. Hit that That's thumbs it. up on the Feast Squad. You heard it. Charlie's hat is on the way. Charlie, Charlie's definitely getting his hat. You know what I mean? Charlie's been in here going crazy. So let's do it. Let's do it. We get to 1,000 likes. We'll send out the autograph KFTV hat autograph. Once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K in here. I want to salute. We got a big time super chat in here. My, my guy, Alan Berman. He says, salute. I know it's a thunder, but every game elf is out, we win, and that isn't a coincidence. Consider this a back pay of a few games and a part in the hiatus. Miami whooped my ass. I'm going to celebrate, and again, I got money for elf's bus tickets so that uh, so that me, that man needs to get out of here ASAP. Hey, right, Al Berman, appreciate it, man. He, he was down in Miami, turned up, obviously had a good time, you know, dropped drop some gems on us, so definitely appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate that. Well, Miami will do that to you. You, you, you know, you you would know well. You know well. So, <laughs> Miami will do that for you. Yeah, you know well. Junior Caroma says didn't like how Tibbs benched Frank for no apparent reason. I know he got the two fouls in the first quarter, but still very strange on Tibbs. So we got the W, so it's all good. Uh, I mean, guys, you know what? No Again, reason. It's, it's, it, it's not really that strange for me because I felt like. Tibbs wanted this game. We needed this game, and we did not. We could not afford to start this, this, the third quarter the same way we started the first. And so he went with IQ. IQ had the hot hand going into the half, and he went with IQ. I thought that was a, a, the adjustment that you want to make. And IQ, as soon as he got in, he was hungry. Picked up full court. Ends up forcing a turnover on the second possession. You know, he, he, he got them going. He got them going. He was an outlet uh, for RJ and Julius. So I don't I don't mind that. And I understand where Frank has been in terms of Tibbs' view of him. If you, It's been consistent all year. You know what I mean? When Frank has been healthy, most for the most part, he has not been in the rotation until guys went down. So I didn't, I didn't really mind it, honestly. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do yeah, what you got to do. And like Whatever. you said, just to stick with what you just said, but this is from somebody that is supporting Frank, but CP is 100% on that because even when Frank was good, next game he didn't play many, many minutes. You know what I'm saying? So whether he's good, whether he's bad, Tom Thibodeau has been very consistent with how he was, he's using Frank Newkin this year. So very true, very true. And and he didn't give us much. He didn't take advantage. That's it's that simple. Got to take advantage of you. Which is definitely worrisome because, you know, we don't know how sold Tibbs is on Frank right now. We don't know if he's using Frank only because his favorite right. Peyton is not available and Derrick Rose also is out with yeah. um, COVID protocol. So it's just it, – it's not a good position to put yourself in that when you have the opportunity to showcase what you can do, you choose not to. It's not good for you to put yourself in a position where you basically – were thrust into the lineup because of circumstances. You have the opportunity to show you deserve to be here, and you are very hot and cold. It It's just not beneficial to Frank, especially if he wants to go ahead and continue to be a New York Nick. And yeah. I don't know um, what that's going to look like moving forward because he's not doing himself any favors. So Gotta it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him once Peyton does come of it, become available again. I think I already know what's going to happen. 
but it's going to still be interesting mm-hmm. to see it actually unfold the way I think I know it's going to unfold. So let's hear it from the people. Um, start with Fudge from Long Island. Fudge, how you feeling? Yo, what up, CP? What up, CK? What up, Ashley Moss? We up in here in this chat. Big fan feeling on KFTV. Let's go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to know, <laughs> is it time, like, I know y'all talked about it briefly, but is it time for quickly to, you know, get a start? I understand, like, when Derrick Rose come back, you know, obviously when we need him in situational minutes, you know, to, down the stretch. But I think I think he can be up for the challenge. What y'all think? Listen, I, obviously I wouldn't mind it. You know, I, I love, um, you know, the value that IQ's brought to to this team, period. It's given us a spark. But I feel like his primary role right now is to shoot that ball. And today he did just that, 21 points. And, and yes, he facilitates the rock. He still had four dimes and whatnot. But I still think when, you, when you're going to come up against better teams who are going to adjust against them and you're going to come up against better defenses, you need a more experienced point guard out there and knowing tips having seen him lean on Peyton and then go to Rose I think he's going to go back to that you know what, what do you guys think um, CK and Ash what do you guys man. think yeah man like I said I'm always worried about you know the depth because I think that's just been our besides the defense our biggest calling card this entire season has been our bench unit so I just worry about taking him away from that right um and, and like you both mentioned he, he's he's being used and in his first year he's a rookie he's allowed to figure out the game that's what happens when you come into the league as a rookie you figure out the game of basketball and NBA level you know so he's known to be a scorer let him be that as he figures out the rest as he goes and so to me it makes the most sense to have that off the bench because when we're having the slow starts that we have if we have slow starts that we have we know that we can rely on our bench with guys like him Burks and those kind of stuff so it's hard for me to just throw him in the starting lineup just yet. And, and um, yeah, like CP said, the veteran presence mm-hmm. of uh, Derrick Rose going down the line, I, I, I'd rather take that just for right now. Just for right now. That's not, not shade to IQ. I love what he's been yeah. doing. But, God, you know, figure it out. Figure it out on all facets first. He's almost there. Let him get it yeah. on his own. Of course. And, again, you know, I like Rose as a starter because, as everyone said, he's the vet and IQ is still in the growing pains of becoming the player that he's going to be. I think right. also – Right now, again, going back to what I said, because of the way that the team is constructed, IQ's not really traditionally playing like a true point guard is supposed to. So he's going ahead. His role is not only to help run the offense and create that spacing, but also his role is to put up points because we need somebody who can put up points because we don't have enough scoring. And you need that in a second unit. You need that coming off the bench. You need a solid unit that can go ahead and put up points when you rest your starters. So right now it works. Right now it's clicking. Moving forward, like I said, especially when people like Derrick Rose are no longer on the team because Derrick Rose is not part of the future of the New York Knicks. He's part of just right now. He's part of the present. If IQ is going to be the starter, it's got to be when the team has more solidified scores so that IQ can kind of revert and go to what the position of a point guard is truly and traditionally supposed to be. And if he can put up points, obviously he can. We know he can shoot. Great. That's awesome. But that's not traditionally what he's on the court for. So it's it's you're jumping the gun right now if you want him to be a starter because it's not necessary. It will be at one point, but just that point's not right now. So. Got to, got to figure it out, man. But hey, he came in, did what he had to do, and, and was was uh, was a big spark in getting us that W. So shout out to IQ for a bounce back game. Shout out Paul Robinson for the super chat. He said, "Do you know the vibes?" Hashtag start IQ. He looked perfect with the starters. Uh, what do you guys think in the chat, man? Start 
or six man throw it throw it in the chat man hashtag start hashtag six man let's see what the people think overall let's take a quick poll uh alan berman super chat we went through junior Karoma again says uh shout out to scott perry and steve mills for drafting rj bully all right chuck d the rhyme animal so to chuck d throw a hashtag mm-hmm. in the chat he says uh jules showing the tools he paces himself the bucks concentrated on that those games will happen especially in any playoffs he's the core offensive defense yeah, I thought Julius had he he played a solid solid four game today, and he's another one that you know um, just picking it up, just having a sense of urgency, understanding that you play in Brooklyn on Monday, you got a back to back with the with the Sixers on Tuesday, you, you can't lose this game. This this is a game you don't want to, to catch in that loss column. So I thought the sense of urgency uh, really picked up from Julius. That emanated to RJ, IQ, Burks. Everyone kind of picked that up in the second half because they felt like they kind of slept off through the first. So. Um, great job by Julius, indeed. Great job by Julius. All right, let's go back to the phones. See who wants to talk about this game. Salute to Fudge. Angel's in the building. Angel, how you feeling, bro? Yo, CP, what's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? How you feeling, Angel? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hype right now. Um, <laughs> how you doing, Ashley? Hey, CK, how y'all doing? Um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good, bro. Uh this game was really a must-win, you know, because we got Brooklyn coming up. And, um, you know, it was good to see that the team defense really stepped up. You know, OKC shot 25% from the three-point range, so it was good to see that. But, obviously, Brooklyn is a different animal coming up, so we definitely got to keep that defense up. But um, I think, honestly, we should keep uh, quickly on the bench because uh, I honestly think Derrick Rose is getting ready to start because we just look different. Whether it's Rose or it's Clippers, we just look like a whole different team on yeah. the court because we're able to run down the court, you yeah. know, be aggressive. So, you know, I'm just hoping that we stick to that. But, you know, Tips is really, you know, suffering with his lineup. But um, the one thing I got to say, bro, is R.J. Barrett. This boy is balling, you know. Yes, he shot sir. 50% from the field, 50 from three. And um, let me tell you something, bro. Like, if he keeps playing like this, his potential is unlimited. You know, all these players, all these players, you know, they want to hop on Brooklyn and the Lakers. Let me tell you something, man. It ain't nothing like New York, baby. I'm trying to tell you. And now we on the rise, baby. That's just how I feel, bro. Thank you for taking my call. Hit that like. Hit that like button. Hit that thumbs up button. Y'all have a good one. That's a fact. Angel checking in from Philly, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. Sky's the limit for the nine guy, man. Sky's the limit. And it's just, um, it's a pleasure to see. It's a pleasure to see his, his growth. Um, in that second year because last year he struggled man you know last year he struggled with his efficiency but the three-point numbers is really what shoots out I mean going he into was the, robbed, CP. Yeah. Last year he oh was yeah robbed. he was definitely robbed get Terrence Davis robbed. up out of there you know what yeah, I mean but man, he was robbed I, I, I say this I'm sorry to cut you off no, you're, 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 you're right you're right I mean statistically we look at the numbers yeah he, he didn't have a good one but it was because you know with this panoramic that we got going on right mm-hmm. before everything and got shut down. And replay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right before that, we all know and it's the, the story that every Knicks fan brings up. You know that that was when he was just getting ready to finally figure it out, coming off of that injury. So it's just like, uh, who knows if we could have seen this start at this point or like in the second half of last season. So I just feel bad for the kid, but I'm glad that he's turning around this year. I'm sorry. I, just, I got yeah. short. I got thought out there for RJ because he 100%. had a rough statistical season, but yeah. he was turning it out right before everything. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought he was finishing strong coming into this yeah. game. He was at, in the last 26 games, he's averaging 16 and five, 48% from the field, 46% from downtown, 75% from the free throw line. 
Shoot, shoot numbers is getting there, man. Remember, remember, he started the year off <laughs> dropping twenty-one straight threes, missing, missing twenty-one straight threes, rather. You know, this dedication, man, his mental toughness, his work ethic. Like Tibbs said, he's got the shooting drills right in front of the coach's office. RJ has said he wants to be a reliable option for his team down the stretch. He felt he felt those those bench, you know, those late game benches by Tibbs. He felt that. You know, sent a message to him because Tibbs was looking for shooting. He didn't know if he could rely on RJ. And, you know, these last couple of games, man, he, he's, he's come on strong. So uh, that that's a testament to his dedication. Definitely got to give him credit on that. Is it too soon to apologize to Drew Hanlon, or are we not there yet? Oh, yo. They were doing my man greasy, man. Yeah, they killed him. And he was falling on Twitter. We were talking about him, and he was responding to me. He's like, I've been hearing him because everybody had something to say, but all of a sudden, aren't you making it? You responded to you on Twitter? Yeah, his shooting coach. Yeah, Yeah, that's his shooting coach. Yeah, because we were talking about his shooting. I was just like, man, we was going – a lot of people going crazy on Drew Hanlon at the beginning of the season. Going crazy on that, man. Going crazy on that. I do not see a lie. Yeah, yeah so I'm just saying, are we apologizing to him yet, or we got to wait a little bit? Nah, I don't know. Uh, let's wait. Let, let's wait till season over. But I mean, okay. so far right. he's trending well. He's definitely right. trending right. well. You know. Um, I don't have to apologize. I <laughs> me either, Ash. That's what I'm saying. I was there for the jump. Oh, so, that's for the other yet. side. Right. Yeah, that, that's for them trade RJ that people at that bad That's for yeah, right. trade RJ right. chat. Yeah, I've always been the captain yeah. of the Randall Railroad. And the RJ nine got express. Okay, yeah, I've been whatever, there. Man. Day one. I love salute, salute to Black Ranger. He says salute to CP for continuing to give dead-eyed Max that work. The more Max talks, the more evident it is that he sold his soul to the rat. <laughs> In parentheses, Disney future <laughs> is bright. A core of IQ, Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. Yeah, salute to the Black Ranger, man. So salute to the Black Black Ranger. And yes, he's right. Because on Friday, back at it again in Bristol, your boy CP goes toe to toe once again with that sellout Max Kellerman, and yeah, I just, I just, you know, he he, he continues to go to the to the blame Dolan hole for everything that's wrong with the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? And my whole point is this: it's it's it has nothing to do with the team. What happened with Patrick Ewing is unfortunate. It should have never happened. You figure it out. You figure out a way to treat all your VIPs. You know what I mean? They, you know, he, he shouldn't have to go through the metal detectors and whatnot. To me, it's not a big deal, right? I go to the game. I have my drinks. I do my thing. I, I trash talk, and I leave out of there on my own accord. Now, these other guys feel entitled. That's on them. They got to figure that out with the garden. But the whole blame Dolan situation, it, it's just not necessary. It's just not necessary, and that's all they lean on. That was all my, that was my point on Max. It is the low-hanging fruit that the lamestream media likes to hang on to. Then he, he tried to loop me in. He's like, you're media too. I said, no, 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 no. Not in the way that you cover the team. You know what I'm saying? It's a completely different level, but uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, a lot of fun with the banter back and forth, and I uh, definitely appreciate the opportunity. I'll be back on uh, on Tuesday, back on Tuesday at 2 o'clock. So we'll see. He, he completely dots his smoke on the, on the Porzingis thing. When, when he compared Porzingis to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the second coming. So he, he's, he claims we're going to touch on that next week. So we'll see what happens, man. I'll watch round four with my broom in hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing a broom. I'm bringing a broom. Then, yeah, then he claimed he was up on me three zip. I'm like, nah, man. You're dreaming. You're what dreaming, is that Kevin. for? It's 3-0? Say that again. Oh, the score's 3-0. Yeah, yeah, the score's 3-0. Round one, I completely smoked him. Round two, they, they, they tried to blame the audio, and then they ran. And then round three, it was, it was a no-brainer, man. It was a no-brainer, you know. 
Maybe for everybody except for Fernando. You know, Fernando's a big time uh, Max <laughs> Kellerman fan. He loves I think it. Fernando is Max. Yeah, I think he is. Right. Max. I think he is Max. You, you know what I mean? So I think Fernando is Max. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure because yeah. the way he puts the cape on for him. Man, man, get a room. You know what I'm saying? Get a room. Now. <laughs> me, I haven't even I haven't even capes for boyfriends like that. Yeah. He goes hard body, hard body karate. <laughs> Good God, get a room, buddy. But yeah, man, that that's just you know that's just how it is, man. <laughs> Hold up, salute to everybody in the chat, man. Hit that thumbs up on free squad. Um, everybody, if you're new in the chat, leave us a hashtag, and we'll shout you guys out. Also, throw your cities in the chat, man. One of the things when we do these uh you know matinee type post games is is our our, our people in the UK, European Union get to watch. So shout out all our people in in the UK, Germany, France, wherever you guys are watching, man. Throw your cities in the chat. Definitely appreciate you guys tapping in with us live. Uh means a lot. Let's go to uh, New Jersey. Papa Left, what's going on, bro? Hey, CP, Ash, CK, what's going on? Another Knicks win. Yes, sir. One game over 500. And the sound on this channel right now yeah, yeah, we got the ultimate upgrade. Crispy. Ultimate crisp. upgrade. Yeah, Very yeah, crisp. Yeah. Uh, start with a hot take. We might be better without Alfred Payton in a lineup. I don't know if a lot of people agree with me on that one, but uh, uh, just a little bit, just a smidge. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Before I get into my more, you know, controversial uh, pieces, but yeah. um, uh, you know, going into the season, we had about I think about two major like keys for the season: develop our young guys, mainly RJ and then develop the culture. And I think we hit those two um, way ahead of schedule, almost like almost like two years, definitely a year, but we are so far ahead of schedule in that regard. Um, but right now we're in that Tom Thibodeau uh, wants to win, wants to maximize Ws, um, sacrificing the development of guys who are kind of on the fence, good game, bad game. Frank has a good game doesn't get played. Kevin Knox has a bad game, gets benched for three weeks. You know, so I'm just a little concerned with the the process that got us here, mm-hmm. which was acquiring these deals like Alec Burks, Reggie Bullock, which I really felt were going to be players that would be attractive at the deadline for maybe not a first-round pick, but it's dead cap money, very low, very low-priced players who could – play a really valuable role on a championship contender as like an eighth, ninth man. So what I'm thinking right now, especially especially with Alec Burks, I thought he had a very good game today because he did something today that he really struggles with, which is having diversity in his scoring. Yeah. He usually has that mid-range jumper and like the off, and the three. like the leaning Reggie Miller style, you know, shot from the perimeter. And today he was able to get to the rim. Yeah. And I thought he had a very good game on film. I thought he had a very good game on film. And I'm almost thinking, like, all right, now we're not going to be able to trade Alec Burks for a pick or anything because that just wouldn't make sense for us because we need him too much. Now I'm thinking, what if we were to take Alec Burks and Kevin Knox so now you have and get ahead of the trade deadline. Take like an Alec Burks and a Frank or Alec Burks and a Kevin Knox. And I heard a name earlier. I think it was the off-schedule, uh, off second-half, all-star, where the name Evan Fournier got brought up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think 
Fournier brings us a little bit of a mesh of what we need. They need that spacer who can shoot, yeah. who's ready to shoot, but Fournier can also create off the dribble. So what if we took an Alec Burks and a younger player and traded them ahead of the deadline so now the Magic or somebody can take Alec Burks' contract and more be more freely to be able to yeah. then purchase him and then trade him for a pick. Only thing, though, and appreciate the call, bro. Only thing is, I think when we talked about it on the show with Ian Begley and Alex, I think um, they said Fournier's a free agent coming up. Exactly. I got to check his contract, but if that's the case, why not just sign him out right? Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You know? That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. I I don't know if that's the kind of flip I want to make for something. That's been my argument for Victor Oladipo, too. It's like I don't see the point in in giving up assets for something that we could possibly go after for probably cheaper in the offseason. So, yeah, that's my only rebut to, again, Evan Fournier. Yeah. I would say why not just sign him out right Uh, in in the offseason. That goes for, you know, Lonzo. If you don't get your point guard in the draft, that goes for Oladipo a little, you know, to a lesser extent, I'm not really. I don't really like him that much. But Fournier, Fournier would be nice. I think Fournier would be nice. And uh, yeah, I think you know when 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 you got the Alec Burkses, when you got even Bullock last year, you 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 want them to be those quality vets to help your young guys and to help you win. But you also want to you know see if you can get some flips. If if you if you're able to flip them for a first round pick, ideally, or you know a late, a early second, or something like that, so I'm sure that that's the the Brock out all a route. But Tibbs wants to make the playoffs, you know that. So again, I'm sure if there's a deal out there for them to make that benefits them, everybody's on the table. You know, everybody's on the table. But um, yeah. I'm not so sure if if uh, if a Burks deal is imminent. I haven't heard anything. I think it's important also for Tibbs, especially because, you know, he is more of a right now type of person. I think it's really important for the people around him to remind him of the fact that we're building. It's about the long game. We're building for the future. And you don't want to go ahead and gamble your future for immediate satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And immediate satisfaction would be trading a bunch of young guys, core guys, for a star player with the chance of possibly going to the playoffs or going far in the playoffs, rather. And that's not what you want to do. You want to think the long game. The long game is to be consistently in the playoffs every single season, each season gradually going up in those standings. So if you're a seventh seed one year, you want to go ahead and jump in to be the fifth seed next season. If you're the fifth seed, then you want to go ahead and be maybe the third seed or the fourth seed next season. And eventually that consistent um, movement in the playoffs, you want to ultimately start turning that into appearances in conference finals and finals. Yeah. And you want to do it in that way. You don't want to go ahead and try to do everything at once because what that does, it clouds your judgment and what you really need versus what you want for mm-hmm. your immediate satisfaction. So it is really important to be careful how you go ahead and tread that water because you yeah. can make or break your future by doing too much too soon. True, true story. And, true story. Guys, and to add again. to that, like I feel like we're in that perfect pocket as a team right now, you know, because it's a there's to me it's a win win situation for us right now. Like obviously we want to see this team go in the postseason. Obviously it'd be great. We need to see something like that, especially with the way we've been playing. But we're also in such a good spot that if we just so happen to miss it by losing the playing game or something crazy happens to finish the season, we're still in a good spot because then that just means oh darn now we got a lottery pick. So it's like. I completely agree with that. There's no need to com- to make that kind of, you know, Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, Andre Drummond move mm-hmm. when right now with what we got where we've gone this far. And if we have to make those small little moves that, you know, if we're flipping like Austin Rivers who's not playing at all anyways to get us a piece that's going to help us play, then sure, do stuff like that. But I completely agree. No need to, to, to 
destroy the chemistry of a team to bring in a big guy and to play with nobody because we're giving everybody a way to get them and then ruin our uh our long-term trajectory rather than just right now yeah. so yeah exactly. we're in such a perfect spot right now like just you know small moves keep it pushing and we'll, we'll play, talk about play with that house money man just play with exactly that house exactly money. exactly so salute to everybody in the chat once again hit that thumbs up on free squad 1500 on the check-in salute to our facebook family as well uh let's salute some people in the chat guys i want to salute trill the truth checking in from arkansas his team hashtag new he says hashtag the truth so salute to Trill. We got Nick Jake checking in from Queens. We have um, salute from Kissimmee, Richie Sound Entertainment. Stuart, Florida in here. Yo, Giza, what's going on? Who else we got in here? Kevin Case is all 72 checking in from Staten Island, a.k.a. Shaolin. Building Roots checking in from Uptown Harlem World. Amaris Gutierrez checking in from the DR. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Pawn Radu checking in from Romania. Ash, who, who you want to uh, shout out there? Shout out to everybody checking in from Brooklyn. Brooklyn was good. Uh, <laughs> also, shout out to, I think it's Eric C. from Costa Rica. Okay, all right, all right. I may actually be there in a few weeks, so you got to go ahead and let me know what all the spots and what I should be doing, Eric. Go ahead and put Throw that some in recommendations chat. in there. Um, shout out to all our international viewers. I have Billy Neville from Zurich, Switzerland. All right, all right. Um, shout out to Drew Abbott from Syracuse. You know, I'm a big fan of the orange up there. Um, shout out to, oh, Ryan O'Sullivan from Wales. Hello, oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Shout right. out to everybody rocking those 1,500 in the chat on a Saturday. But I need the likes up to go a little bit higher. I'm only seeing 700 on my Yeah, we got to get up there. Right? We got to get up there. CCK, yeah, who you want to shout out? Well, first and foremost, shout out to all the CK crew coming over here to support the homies over here on Knicks Fan TV. Shout out. I saw all you guys earlier. Shout out to you guys. And yeah, man, I got to shout out my guy Dave Funner. I see you out here representing. We out here in L.A., you know. Dave, yes, sir. Shout Dave, out to the L.A. gang, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, I'm seeing the Londons, you know. Shout out to, yeah, Manveer, Pasi. I love saying the, the names I mess up because they get him so mad. So shout out <laughs> to you over in London. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to my man Rick Harrison. Everybody out here. No I, I always love support. Coming in here for this matinee post game. Shout out to everybody. Facts, man. Also, real quick, Ben K, team hashtag new. What's going on? Jesse Cook from Brisbane, Australia. Checking in Retro Kev, team hashtag new. How you feeling? Uh, shout out Michael Craig, Portsmouth, all my 757 people checking in. Everybody from JA on the check-in. Shamboy, 72 Able, what's going on? Yeah, man. All right, let's get back to the phones. See who else wants to chat. Zay from Maryland. Zay, what's going on, bro? Good, hey, man. What's going on? How you feeling? Chill, man. How you feeling, bro? Good, man. Uh, this game, uh, you know, at first it was a little scary. It was a little scary at first just seeing the, you know, OKC young, stra- scrappy team just running around. Yeah, I was, I was, I was I mean, aggy at I, first, I, man. I was getting tight. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little bit. Uh, I was getting aggy, too. And then, I don't know, man. My biggest thing I was going to say about, like, I don't like the fact that, like, Tibbs isn't consistent with, like, what he's preaching when it comes to, like, the fact that, like, Frank didn't do anything. Frank only had five minutes or whatever. He only shot the ball once. Uh, he was a little timid, but I think that's just for him and Julius because as soon as Frank touches the ball, Julius asks for it uh, in any any shape or form. Wherever he is on the floor, he's asking for the ball. But um, I feel like Tibbs has a shorter leash on everyone but the starters. And it's kind of like, you know, we're already up by 19. Why are the starters still in the game with only, like, three, four minutes left? Like, that's the time where you should be 
give pumping minutes to Obi, pumping minutes to yeah. not like pumping minutes to the young guys that are sitting on the bench not doing anything because we need to know if this like Tibbs isn't helping us figure out what we're going to do for the future. I, I guess he just feels like we're just going to keep the same starters and just play every year, you know, keep going forward with the same starters every year. But so at some point, we need to know what we have on the bench to know who's staying and who's going. Yeah. I don't think Tibbs is setting us up for that. He's it's kind of like. He's setting us up to failure in the long run, and I guess we're just going to worry about uh, the draft and free agency for the future. But I just feel like we do have people on the bench that should be getting time so we know what we have. Um, thanks for taking my call. That's all I really Appreciate have. it, man. Uh, Appreciate uh, it. In regards to that. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's definitely – I, I agree with Zay there. You know, it's definitely something that you want to see. When the, when the game is out of hand, you know, go go to the guys a little bit earlier. He, Tibbs goes to that to that last, last drop with, with his starters, man. But I, I agree with him. You know, at, at, in those late-game stretches, you go to Frank, Kev, OB a little bit earlier just, just to see what you have. You know, get back to player development and, and, and you know, see what these guys can do in, in, those, uh, in the garbage time. Yeah, and it was especially with <laughs> – with the one laugh at it, but especially when we got you know one of the the key people that suffered from this kind of situation on the same team in Derrick Rose, like you would think that he would learn from those lessons. Like the game is okay, you got it. There's two minutes, not even like yeah, two minutes left in the game. We're by 25. Like it's okay, let the guys in and you can let them finish it out. But yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um. But like I said, stepping stones, stepping stones. We got some more quick minutes, so he's he's figuring it out slowly but surely. Stepping stones, stepping stones. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe that. Maybe that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a couple more Super Chats in here. Salute to... The Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, sends us a super chat. He says, getting an established coach is never going to be a four-year program. We had Fizz for that. Tibbs is never going to be that dude. He's into smelling smelling the Leon and Derrick Roses now. (laughs) 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 Old heads ain't thinking futures. That's a fact, man. Tibbs is for the here and now. And, you know, everybody you talk to says the same thing. You know, I had had, uh, uh, John Krasinski on from The Athletic, cover Tibbs with the Timberwolves. He said the same thing, you know, he... When 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 he when Tibbs first got to Minnesota and he had that young team, it was Zach Levine, it was Wiggins, it was it was Carl uh, Anthony Towns. They were getting that burn, and but they didn't make it. They only won about thirty something games. They didn't make it. Flamed out. He goes back to the Timberwolves. He goes to Rose, Taj. He goes to Lou Aldang. He brings all Jimmy Butler. He goes to all of them. They make the playoffs. So that, that's Tibbs' style. He he want he wants to win. He wants to win now. 
again, I, I see it both ways. You know, I see it from the fan perspective and the player development angle that you want to see what you have here and, and you want to build from the ground up. I, I definitely believe in that philosophy. But at the same time, a coach is going to coach for his job, for his resume. And in New York, there's no other place where that is, is magnified 10 times over. And, you know, I, I don't blame Tibbs on, on, at sometimes, you know, going that route and not just throwing out a, a young guy lineup of, you know, all the rookies, Frank, Kev, and everybody like that, because it's not likely going to translate into many wins. And then, then your head is on the chopping block after year two. So it's, it's a tough balance, very tough balance. So we'll just have to wait and see. I, I think – go ahead, Ash, go ahead. No, it's also a balance of you don't want to go ahead and burn out your young guys, and I think that's what Tibbs has been criticized for doing before in his previous coaching positions is burning out his young talent too soon, exhausting them more than they have to be exhausted. And I think with his implement, with his implementation of, of the vets and the rotations and things like that, it's him um, – you know, trying to be slightly different than he was before, but still have similar qualities about him in the sense of, you know, he's not the best in his rotations. He's very stubborn in his rotations. He thinks more present term instead of the long term. Things like that are still the same. But I think that, you know, he's trying to kind of find a middle in a sense, if that makes sense. And yeah. in small little spurts, you see he's trying to find a middle and, and kind of lose that reputation of, of just going ahead and exhausting young guys more than he yeah. has to. And that's not to say that he's not going to play them, but when you go ahead and you play also guys that maybe you're not supposed to play or people don't understand why you're playing them and you're playing vets while in the mix of the young guys, it kind of it takes the pressure off of them so that you don't burn them out. So I can understand both sides of it. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Um, Leon Newville sends a super chat. Says, great win. RJ and Julius put the team on their back and handled business. Shout out KFTV and CK2K. Peace and blessings. Robert Parrish super chat says, it's not that Tibbs is hating on Frank. IQ is balling. Yeah, and, and I don't blame the coach for going back to it. That's what you want to see, those adjustments. Frank, again, you just you got to grab it by the horns, and if you're not doing it, you, you got to move on down, man. That's just that's just it. The dogs are going to eat. Paul Robinson, IQ doesn't have to run the offense. That's on Julius. Um, I agree. I agree here and there. CK, you kind of like yes, yes and no, right? I, yeah. I kind of agree, yeah. but I think you also you also need a balance because um, as we saw in that Bucks game, you know, once you key in on Julius there, you, you still have to switch it up. You can't always play that five outs, especially with this Nick team that's not perfectly spaced. I think you still need some some dynamic from your from your point guard and your floor general. In the words of Tom Thibodeau, it's definitely very situational. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, agreed, bro. Agreed. Um, Why is the chat coming at me? I wasn't criticizing Tibbs. I was giving uh, him a compliment. Uh, uh, well, yeah, what'd you say? I don't know. They're saying that I'm picky, that I criticize everybody but RJ, but I wasn't criticizing Tibbs. I nah. said that he's trying to, ooh, I was saying that he was trying to go ahead and be different than he was when he was in Chicago and with the Timberwolves, and he's trying not to play. Um, you know, the young guys and exhaust them and drive, you know, drive them into the court, if you will. That's not. I think he did a great job today. I'm not criticizing him. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't see that as critique. She's actually fans. Sensitive, <laughs> sensitive Sam's in the chat. Goodness. And everybody asking, no, I'm not Puerto Rican. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ashley, you're you're so mean. By the way, where are you from? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm half black, half Italian. For everybody in the chat having arguments about my makeup. 
what it is. So uh, Ashley Fan TV going going heavy on this Saturday. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat right now. All right, uh, Robert McFall says this part of the season we need to turn it up. Frank doesn't have it. We must come to grips with that. It's all hands on deck for this part of the season. Definitely agree with that. Uh, all right, back to the phones. Miguel from Jersey, what's going on? Yo, what's up, everyone? What's going on? Yo, how you feeling, bro? What's going on? I'm doing all right. Yo, CP, last weekend, man, you put me out there, man. I felt like a superstar when I put up the snap, the snap back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, man, we appreciate it, man. Every, anybody that, that goes out and gets yeah, a Knicks yeah, fan yeah. TV snapback or anybody that's supporting, I retweet everything, I, I repost everything, you know, just showing the love from, from the fan base, man. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I was dying. Everybody was talking about my royal toes. I got retweeted like 70 times. That was hilarious. <laughs> you made me famous for me, man. No doubt, bro, no doubt. But, glad glad I could really do quick, it, bro. Really quick. Yeah, no doubt. Really quick. Ashley, you're going to love this, right? So this is about nine dots. All right. So 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 yeah. this, this is a hot take. Ready? I, I'm going to share it with you guys. Yeah. R.J. Barrett. I've been telling my boys since the time he was drafted, from um, the way he played last year, mm-hmm. I said he is going to be the best player in that draft. He's he is going to be the best all-around player. He's going to be available for us at all times. Sion reminds me too much of L.J. Power game, he's a big guy, he could get hurt. You know, I'm not wishing that on anybody, but his style his style of play doesn't last long. And unfortunately, the same thing with Ja. Ja's a little guy who gets whacked in the lane. But I'm telling you, we're going to have the best player in that draft, and RJ is going to be a superstar for the Knicks. I love it. I love it. Say love again. It, RJ is going to be a what for the Knicks? <laughs> a superstar. Yes. Hey. I like it. I, I would love to see it, man. I, I would love to see it, man. Salute, Miguel. Definitely appreciate it. Let's go to Arkansas. The truth in the building. What's going on, fam? How you doing? What's up, CP? Ashley? My boy CK, man. Shout out to my boy J. Ellis. Where you at, man? Where you at, man? <laughs> What's good, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm right, man. Look, man, I was just going to hit on a couple quick points, man. RJ with the career high, man. It was, it was, it was good to see Randall out there triple threat. You know, whatever you want to do with the ball, IQ and that floater, man. It was, man, it was, it was a problem, man. It was a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yo, yo, truth. How, how you end up a Knicks fan in Arkansas, bro? There's no, there's no basketball team in Arkansas, man. What's, what's going on? Yeah, man, you got to stop around, you know. You got to, you know. <laughs> But uh, I've been a Melo fan, you know what I'm saying? And, and since Melo left, I, I was just with the orange and blue so long, you know. I just it's just right. The vibe is right, man. Already, man. Already, we'll definitely appreciate the support, man. Appreciate the support, man. Salute to everybody down in Arkansas, Little Rock, and everything. It's a new caller, man. And we we heavy, man. Arkansas got like next fans. Put some respect on our name, Max Kellerman. We ain't going to Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Brooklyn, know what I mean? Brooklyn Nets have fans in Arkansas. You know I know what cannot. I mean? <laughs> Come on, man. We in Arkansas. Heavy. You know, like, uh, I guess these these guys, man. You know, they they have no points. They have no talking points. So they hang on to the Dolan stuff. That's all I'm yep. trying to say. And I had to school Kellerman on this multiple times. It's all good. Speaking of RJ, let's go uh, above the border my guy Eller's in the building Eller, what's going on talk to us man let us know about the nine guy rj barrett what's good bro 
Yo, CC, man. Today's a good day, bro. Uh, yeah. You have no idea how long I waited for this, man. Oh, Toronto's favorite son? 32 points, man. I can't complain, man. Congratulations to my guy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Move over, Jamal Murray, man. This guy's got you got competition for the throne of Canada now, man. <laughs> hey. RJ Perry, all the way, man. Uh, when I called in uh, not too long ago, I said uh, this time next year, R.J. Barrett will be the guy, and I'm sticking to it, man. And, uh, you know, you know, CP, one thing I love about R.J. is uh, if he has a bad night scoring, he makes up for it on defense and vice versa, obviously, right? And uh, he's going to be a complete player, without a doubt. Like, he's 20, 20 years old and, and – just look at him on the court, man. Like, today was just, like, proof. And uh, one last thing, man. I can't wait till the season is over and watch R.J. Barrett qualify Canada to the Olympics in Tokyo. I'm out. All right, all right. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. He, he, uh, he, he, dropped, he dropped a little uh, a little turf war in at look the end. Him, man. You know what I'm saying? At the end. You got to get through the U.S. of A yeah, first, beloved. yeah. You know, yeah, Chief. I I think the one thing I love to see is once again the chemistry between RJ and Randall was on display today. Them love finding it. each other on those kickouts, um, RJ finding IQ out there for a kickout. Finally, a guard that you can get the ball to that can you can rely on and knock down the three. It just makes the game so much easier, man. It just makes the game so much easier for everybody. And when you're knocking down shots, obviously it, it'll do that as well. But um, just just a great job, great game um, today by RJ and. Iller pointed to his resiliency. That's what you love about him as well, man, is that when he has a bad game, he tries to impact the game in other ways, either getting to the line and drawing contact or passing the ball or things of that nature. And he's just, he's just uh, mentally tough, man, mentally tough. So just, just a good game, and, and you hope he continues to, to grow with this team. All right, so to everybody in the chat once again, how are we looking? All right, um, how many likes we got here? We have not enough. Is it 820? 8.20. 8.20. We got to get those likes up before we do this giveaway. We're going to do the giveaway before we end the show, but we got to get these likes up. So everybody hit that like button. We have the form in the chat for people. Um, Dave, did you put the form in the chat as yet? Okay, yeah, send that out, Dave. Please send that out and then send me the the spreadsheet so we could uh, get that ready. Shout out to the four uh, Thunder fans, too, with the the dislikes. We see you. Yeah, yeah, they're disappointed, man. They're disappointed, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> more super chats in here mr ranty says i love what's going on ck2k uh miss moss please speak on the next needing to run some more fast breaks but great job overall yeah we're just not a good fast break team ck we haven't been all oh, the offense know, overall is, 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 is just hasn't been improved since last I year know. it's just and that's what's so frustrating man I, I i we have all the tools to to utilize the fast break, but you're right. Without Derrick Rose, and we saw it tonight, there yeah. were some instances where we just, we just looked dumb in the fast break. Like I, I saw someone tweet out, we look like a high school team in the yeah, fast break. Yeah. It is true, yeah. you know. Um, but I just, I just, I just want us to play faster because I feel like we could score so many more points. We could utilize um, so many of our defensive stops if we played a lot faster. But yeah. gotta have the personnel for it, man. Gotta, gotta have, have the personnel. For gotta it. have it. But that's that's the one thing that D Rose gave us when he, you know, in his right. short stint, he's given us that shot in the arm. And pushing right. the pace, you know, that's what you want to see. The Peyton doesn't mm-hmm. do it. IQ doesn't do it. Uh, D. Rose did. 
And, and so those are the ways that, you know, you can in, increase your fast break chances is, number one, having the personnel to do it. But number two, being an aggressive defense, you know, getting those takeaways and turning that into uh, into buckets. And that's what you're going to need, especially if you're going to go into the playoffs. Because when things tighten down in that half court, they key in on Julius, they key in on RJ, they force us to shoot. We're going to need additional ways to, to uh, generate offense. And that's your pitch, pushing the pace and, and uh, being aggressive, getting steals, getting blocks, and, and uh, pushing it out there in transition. So hopefully we'll, we'll see if it improves over time. And hopefully D. Rose comes back. You know, he's still in the COVID protocol. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but, you know, hopefully he comes back soon. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Definitely missing D. Rose. Yeah, that's for sure. definitely. So – um the the spreadsheet is going around right now so make sure you guys are filling it out because we're going to do the drawing in about five minutes we're going to do the drawing in about five minutes so make sure you guys are signing up let's go to the bronx doug what's going on oh yeah how y'all doing this is doug from the bronx from the boogie down bronx okay all right (laughs) represent the bronx represent the blind music channel with my long long post i put on your on on the the, the youtube channel no doubt no doubt what's going on doug 1970 y'all 1970 okay you're og he's an og we got an og among us man what's going on i'm older than the ogs okay (laughs) (laughs) you you and chuck d you and chuck d holding it down right now man Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, the shout-out to CK2K, representing the left coast. Hold it down with, with Mr. Ellis, on, on, who's MIA. Shout-out to Mr. <laughs> Ashley, dropping the knowledge on us knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, another, another African-American like me, another African-American. <laughs> Plus, uh, and, and, and a face a man can look at without shuddering. Nothing, nothing personal, y'all. Right. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, you just went all away. You, you know, you you know that, right? Yeah, man. The CP, especially you, man. Yeah. Show fools like Max Kellerman and Michael Rappaport what it means to be a true fan. Facts. You are everybody's hero, CP. Appreciate I'm you right now. You're everybody's hero. Appreciate I'm just calling to keep it quick to say, listen, to say, you know, I quickly, quickly could could be the point guard. If, if the offense runs through uh, Julius Randle, and yeah, I know that they kind of shut him down against uh, that, that that San Antonio shut him down, but I'd like to see him and and Quick on the court at the same time with the offense running mostly through Julius and see how that works. Just to see how that works, because they need floor spacers, him and uh, him and RJ. They need floor spacers, and you know without that, man, it's, it's just a problem. And and. You know, even though even though uh, D Rose um, picks up the pace, his his outside game is spotty sometimes. Yeah, it so is. I'm just curious. I'm just interested to see them do that. You know. Yeah, uh, agreed, man. And and ideally, wherever they go, if they start quickly, great. If they don't, you maybe see him close. You know, because what we have seen with D Rose is even though he does give us a shot in the arm. He seems to have broken. He breaks down later in games. Just, just general observation from his, you know, the couple games that he's been in. Seems to, you know, he starts off well and then kind of tapers off near the end. So maybe he he gets you the start. And maybe IQ gets you the close, and and you get the best of both worlds. So um, I think the overall point is move Peyton down. <laughs> move move Peyton down <laughs> the list. That's just what it is, man. That's what I mean. That's, 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 just, I mean. that's just what we're looking for here, man. Just, just, just a different look. Just a change of scenery. That's all, man. Uh, OG, OG Dan from Long Island, what's going on? 
What's good, CP? CK2K and, and Ash, I hope you're all doing well tonight. Um, listen, you know, the biggest thing with RJ, man, is when he when he hits that open jump shot, it, it just it, he goes to a different level. The whole team goes to a different level. I've been all over him about that, particularly at the beginning of the year, but I'm really happy that he's that he's uh, you know, that part of his game's come around because I think it, it makes such a big difference that he goes from being you know, a, a third option to a legitimate second option and, and a real good second option. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, he really is. He's only 20 years old. I think he's coming around great. But um, the other thing I want to mention, though, uh, and CP, you get mad credit this week, son. Mm-hmm. You are the number one Nick diplomat. <laughs> I, I'm taking on all challenges, man. Taking on the haters, man. Frank, I... I mean, I thought we were done with Franco Solo once he was hiding behind that athletic paywall that nobody wanted to pay to see him. Yeah. Like. I yeah. thought we were done with him. He came for Anthony Donahue, legendary Knicks fan. Yeah. He took the tweet down, but you didn't let him off the hook. Nah, Except nah. for you, man, for taking on Isola. Mad nah. respect to you, son. Yeah. No, nah, I didn't like that, man. I, I didn't like the cheap shot that he took at Ant. And, and, uh, and I, talked to, I talked to Frank about it after that, and I, I let him know. You know, it, I, it just wasn't called for. So, you know, it is what it is. That was terrible. It was, honestly, you know, I know we fool around and laugh about that, but that was terrible. It was in poor taste. Especially for a guy who's, Frank gets mad sensitive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, that was that. So, and then also, Kellerman, listen, listen. (laughs) He didn't want you to talk about his Kareem analogy. He wanted to talk about how old you were, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, he's like, like, you didn't remember whatever when when, uh, Patrick got. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm older than him. And he don't remember when Clyde went to Cleveland and everybody in the hood was crying tears. You know, he, he don't – I don't know how old you have to do – how old you are to do it, whether you're a legitimate Knicks fan or not, yeah. to be true. And then, and the biggest thing is, like, you know, since when is being loyal a bad thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I know people get uncomfortable with us going at ESPN – and they say, like, Rachel Nichols, it's playful. Her husband's a Knicks fan. And they may very well be. Yeah. But the reality is no one's knocking OKC fans. No. Nobody was knocking Super Saiyan. Can you imagine if the guard was building, uh, if the guard was empty, what they'd be saying about us? Yeah. So I'm so happy that you are out there as a diplomat. I know a lot of it's in good fun. But the reality is the Knicks for clicks thing has been a thing for years. Yeah. And I'm glad you're taking on all comments. You're letting them all know, and I'm glad that for us, Taking the New heat. York Knicks fans, the real ones, who t- the ones who talk like me with this accent, that you're out there defending <laughs> us. So listen, no keep doubt. up the good work, all right? I'm out of here. No doubt, Dad. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. It's the tired act. The reason he, he goes to the age and the Dolan thing is because he has no takes. There's nothing they barely watch the team. You understand? So they, they come with this, the same tired narrative, and then he draws, oh, how old are you at? Listen, man, I don't, I don't, you, you can't get me with that, Kelvin. You got to come stronger. You're bringing a peace shooter to the gunfight. You know what I'm saying, CK? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, that's what I was saying because we actually, I was watching that with uh, some of the chat because we were, you know, showing some love, giving the view to your channel. Mm, yeah, yeah, appreciate, and, appreciate uh, it. You know, you know, uh, but that was the thing. We were talking about like how we, he spent almost 20 minutes talking about your age and you trying to move it on and he bringing in time, man. You got to get to it. You don't know. I was like, yeah. yo, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it, the arguments were whack. Yeah. And the fact that he really believes that he's three, oh, it's just, it's just funny. It's just all yeah. funny to me. It's hilarious, man. It, it's crazy, man. Then one of his producers uh, got got at me on Twitter, like, oh, yeah, Max was running laps around you. You, you know, you Knicks fans crazy, stick up bro. for Dolan, and how could he crazy, do this to, to Oakley and Ewing and all of this? I'm like, yo, like, 
This has nothing to do with the team. Yep. Nothing to do with the team. Because Patrick Ewan didn't want to walk through the, the metal detector? What are we talking about here? You know what I'm saying? I, I already gave him the fact that, yeah, treat him better. But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, this is rich people problems. I don't care, man. I'm with him with Tibbs and them. I don't care that Patrick Ewing had to have to empty his keys out of his pocket. What are we talking about? Now this is Dolan's fault. <laughs> right? It's, it's Dolan's fault. And not just Dolan, it's the Knicks' fault too. Don't forget the Knicks, it's the Knicks' fault that he ain't getting in the games. Like it's just crazy yeah. how it's all connected when it's not. It, it's all connected. Never mind the fact that Isola himself said that Dolan got locked out because he didn't have ID once once upon a time. The owner of the building. That's actually hilarious. Right. It's crazy. I'm from saying like that's what I'm saying. That's hilarious. You know, people say I'm I'm defending them. I'm I'm just pointing out common sense. I'm just pointing out the facts. You be the judge. That's like Jerry trying to walk into the star and they're like, No, 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 where's your ID? Yeah. Like, yeah. My ID, yeah. I'll fire everybody here. Right, I'm saying it now. Yeah. It's just whack. So it is what it is, man. Like, I, you can't save everybody, Ash. That's the bottom line. If you want to run to Brooklyn, you want to run to the Lakers, go ahead. I'll be here. And and that's just that, man. What's the over or under um, on how many Knicks fans will be at the Barclays on Monday? Ooh, that's going to be a battle. I want to know. Yeah. How many people are they letting in? How, they, how many people are they letting in? I want to say, I mean, when I was there um, working one of the games, um, it was 500 was the max, and it was maybe like 200 people in there. So just put mm. that in Whoa! Did they say um, why for only five hundred? It was. I'm not quite sure. I think also because it's a smaller. Um, oh, I guess it is. Home. Yeah. So you, it's not as big as the garden, so you right. can't. Um, have, the garden's two thousand. The nest is five hundred. I guess because of the size. I don't know what it is now. Maybe they increase it to a thousand. But even if it's a thousand, I would go on record and say, let's say the tickets get sold out, right? If it's a thousand people that are allowed in the Barclays, I'm gonna go with. 850 will be Knicks fans. Right. 850 people will be. I Knicks would think fans. so. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Strictly off of so. watching that Celtics Nets game, they they kept trying to go to the fan cam and they kept getting Celtics jerseys <laughs> in Brooklyn. So I'm like, damn. if they if they can't get no damn Nets fans over Celtics fans, you think they're gonna get Knicks uh, Nets Crazy. Fans over Knicks fans? Crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll take that. You know what's hilarious to me? Like we know that because we're fans. New right. Yorkers, but the just the constant rhetoric and the narrative in the media and trying to create this fake just rivalry yeah. between the Nets and the Knicks. There's no rivalry. We run New York. Stop it. Yeah. I don't care what their record is. I don't care where they are in the playoff standings. I don't care who they have on the team. They could have Jesus himself playing point guard. It doesn't matter. We run New York. Stop with the conversation. Stop with the arguments. Stop with the play-by-plays and the side-by-sides and the, the, the debates and the roundtable discussions. There is no discussion. The Nets don't have real New York fans. Enough. Let it go. Move on. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just it. bottom line, man. No that's just bottom line. Well, it's kind of whack, though, just that, you know, NBA period the rivalries are just going, man. Rivalries are just going. You know, the player movements, guys are moving around every two, three years. It's not as physical as it used to be. Still physical, but not as it used to be. Guys are more friendly uh, uh, on and off the court. You know, it's just that competitive fire. This is just not there anymore. That's kind of unfortunate. 
you know it's kind of unfortunate man but that's that's the state of the game that we're in but yeah no doubt ash the chat is feeling that they're, they're, they're throwing fives in the chat for ash right now they were they were feeling that right now so good job good good job on that i just need to get that off my yeah, chest just, 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 just get that the off conversations. I'm yeah. just tired of hearing the arguments the the memes there's no conversation there never was a conversation Fact. you guys you know who are Nets fans? You know who are Nets fans? TikTokers. <laughs> okay? People who do yeah. things on YouTube and, and yeah. reels and, and do little tricks on skateboards. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of, on the, the, the casuals, the casuals. And the, hip, and the hipsters. Can't forget the hipsters. The hipsters. I want to say you pretty much Can't say the hipsters. The hipsters. The hipsters. Yeah, right. People who go into Soho and do little BMI. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. are Nets fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people who are behind their Twitter accounts. And it says join Twitter in 2018 yeah. talking about James Harden right. and everything. Go Nets. Those are right. Nets fans, okay? The hipsters, Those are Nets man. fans. It, We're not worried hipsters. about them. Not worried okay? About them so they can do the little TikToks and they can keep all that. They can have the Gen Z fans. We have the real fans. We have the real New the Yorkers. The diehards ain't changing, man. That, that's yeah. just We're the good. bottom line, We're you know? Um, a couple more calls before we wrap. Jamal from going on make sure you guys uh sign up for the snapback because we're doing the drawing soon jamal what's going on bro oh, you know, man. I just want to talk about coach man he keep playing his players too long man. he got to when he up by a high score he just got to get them out get the bench in man, and let the bench players get some burn to learn what's going on. so we can focus on getting these players better man letting, mm-hmm. letting these bench develop let them develop better and now R.J. Barry is going to be a superstar, for sure. Eventually, he's going to be a superstar. It's coming. It's just a matter of time that he's going to be a superstar. That's another point. And I'm, I just want to shout out to y'all, y'all um, Knicks fan TV, man. You're doing a great job for the Knicks. Thank you, bro. Us, as fans. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for the, for the fellas. Man. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate the support. And, uh, yeah, Zay from Maryland kind of made the same point. You know, we just want to see – uh, some of the end of your bench get some more rotation minutes just so you can still evaluate who you have and, and, and what they're doing, how they're gelling, how the chemistry's coming along. My guy Kevin's got lost in the shuffle, man, but, you know, what can you do, man? You can't save everybody, man, but, you know, shout out to Kev, man. Hold it down, Kev. Just keep working. Just keep doing your work, man. Yeah. You know? You saw that three in the corner. Corner pocket, Kev yeah, still lives. That's it. Ahead, that's Kev. it. He's, he's still getting it, man. <laughs> hang, just hang in there, Kev, you know? Couple more super chats. Um, Coop the villain seventy seven says Aloha from Waikiki. All right, all right. Oh, he says nice. uh, he says solid performance from the squad today. Chi Hu, that's Hawaiian for year. All right, oh. I ain't no doubt. All right, my man brought the cultural perspective what on. Did okay. Chi Hu. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Chi C H E. Like like elongate the E and then Hu. Who? Yeah. Chi Hu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I said it kind of like Jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that might be the right way. I don't know, Ash, but you got a YouTuber or something. I'm not sure. But um, salute to Coop the villain checking in from Hawaii. That's dope. Oscar DeLeon says, let's go Knicks. RJ's only 20 years old. Let's go Knicks. RJ, a.k.a. Nine guy, a.k.a. Cloud Nine. Oh, so you switched it up. All right, all right. And John Marks sends us a super chat. All right, no doubt. Um, last call of the night, JJ from Brooklyn. What's going on, bro? Yo, yo, what's good? How's everyone doing? How you feeling, bro? Happy Saturday, man. How you doing? Happy Saturday, man. Doing well. 
First man, CP, thank you for schooling this clown, Max, again. No doubt. You know what's funny about him? He always brings up the A's. He acts like he's like 50 years old. Yeah, he's, he's aging like, himself. The reason <laughs> like, why, yeah. you know, he talks to smoke about KP. I yeah. hope you school him on that next next time. And then, uh, yeah, that's all he brings up. Oh, you weren't around. You don't know who you and you. You were in diapers. Like, yeah. Dude, such a loser, man. <laughs> the reason why first stage trying to get rid of him, I'm just saying. But um, on RJ, man, this every game. I didn't expect this. I, I honestly did. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Especially the second year, the way his jump shot's improving. Well, his defense, his defense was, wasn't bad last year, but mm. his defense is way better. Mm-hmm. You know, if he continues to hit this jump shot, it's just going to open up the rest of his game. The post-up, the mid-range, it's going to open up everything for him. And then uh, last thing, and just real quick, I, know, I agree with what you guys were saying. The playoffs, to me, it's not like it would be cool, yeah, but it's not like do or die. If we get in the play-in and we lose to the 7 or 8 seed or we just miss the play-in and get the 11 seed and we get in the lottery, I'm good with it, man. You know, we hope you get some luck in the lottery. Yeah. You know, hope you, you head on the pitch. You hope the Mavs get back to the losing ways. Let's go Denver tonight. I hope they beat the Mavs tonight. Let's but go. I think we're in good shape regardless, man. So Appreciate it. Except for the way. most hopeful I've been in a pretty long time for the Knicks, so. Let's go, Knicks, and that's pretty much it. Have a good weekend. Everybody. No doubt, JJ. Have a good weekend, man. See you Monday, bro. Yeah, you know, the thing with me with RJ is that, you know, why I remain patient with him is it's just the work ethic. It's just the work ethic, man. The pedigree. You know what I mean? His background. Like, you could just see it. You could just see it. He's mentally tough. He's not going to fold. He's not in these streets. He's working. And, and and you see the leadership qualities in him. You see the other parts of his game that were on display even last year, the facilitation. He's a he's a plus defender, and and so and the way he was getting to the basket, the strength at which he was getting to the basket at 19 years old. So we know it's just the jumper has to come around. And even though the threes weren't falling early, the free throw percentages had increased. So that's a, that's a, another plus. And so you just gotta wait. You just gotta wait for it to turn around before you see what his true ceiling is. But today I thought he he was all on display, man. The three point shooting was there. The facilitation was there. Um, the way he was attacking the basket, it wasn't a straight bully ball. You saw some craftiness again in his game and, and some wiggle there a little bit, a little bit. Looseness. Yeah, a little bit. You know? And my Clyde Frazier impression. Yeah. Dyson. That's right. That's right. And, and, uh, it, it was just, uh, just good to see, man. Just good to see. Some nice bounce back game by RJ and good win by these Knicks, 119 and 97. All right, man. Are we going to give this hat away or what? How many more likes we got left? We did it. Do we have to pay any bills with Manscaped? Um, shout out to Manscaped. I, I, I forgot to do the read, but um, since you reminded me, Ash, I, I appreciate it. Damn. It's spring Damn. break. We got to remind the fellas. You yeah, know. yeah. Hey. It is spring break. Can't be at the beach looking can't, crazy. Can't be caught lacking, Ash. I, you know what? I appreciate you for keeping it real. Keeping it real. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. No lies. Remember. First and foremost, this show is presented by Manscaped. So salute to our guys at Manscaped. Salute to all our friends there. And for you guys out there, as Ashley said, it's spring break. It's March coming up. It's St. Patty's Day for some of you guys that that celebrate. So, you know, if you're going to be out there trying to get lucky, you got to make sure you take care of your front. Make sure you go with the number one men's grooming tool below the waist, and that is Manscaped. This is the Lawnmower 3.0, all right? Aerodynamic. Custom ceramic blades so you don't nick yourself. Very important because I know some of you guys use the, use the trimmer that you use for your hair. That's very dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, I know. This, it's got an LED light. If you got whatever you guys are into, if you guys like to do it in the dark, it has the LED light. You know what I'm saying? Uh, gives you good battery life as well. 
So when you charge it, you're good. You know what I mean? You can go on vacation, go to Waikiki, wherever you go. You don't have to bring your charger around <laughs> with you. Good to go. And um, 20% off with promo code NYX. Always. 20% off, enter promo code NYX and get free shipping off of everything. It's a great deal. Some of you guys in the chat already have it. And for our friends in UK, the European Union and Australia, they do ship to you guys. So uh, you guys are good as well, man. You guys are definitely good to go. No testimonials. That's the one thing. No testimonials. Just let us know that you got it, and that's it. We don't need the before and afters. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't need the you know the barbershop charts. Nothing. Just go yeah. get it and and enjoy it, man. Salute to Manscaped. That goes for me too, guys. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Ashley, Ashley, you got yours, right? You, you, you have yours in front of you. I I don't have mine. Okay. I, I gave it away to my. I gave it to my dad. He oh, has okay. It. All right. All right. Um, Mine's the other room. I I got mine. I, I don't no need doubt. the testimonials. I don't yeah. need. Yes, the, yes. No testimonials for Ash, please. I don't need the messages yeah. letting me know that you yeah. guys purchased yeah. it. Good job. Congratulations it. on that. That's it. That's it. No, no, no surprises, man. The DMs are already full. The DMs right, are already right, full. Right, right. right. So. There's a limit to Sim Fan TV. There's That's it. There's a limit. There's, There's a limit. limit. There's There's a limit. A limit. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, man, uh, promo code NYX, K-N-I-C-K-S, and get 20% off plus free shipping. So, appreciate that, Ash. Do you in the dark, though? Is it, why does it have a flashlight? You know, I, I'm just not sure. That's why I say whatever you're into, you're Whoa. into. Like, just right. go ahead. I, I don't know, you know? Like light a, like light a candle. Yeah, so yeah. It's, water, it's waterproof, too. So, you know, maybe, oh, you know, good. you and your significant other get it on. You know, like I say, that, that's another right. story for another day, you know? Like, like some candles, put on some yeah. notice. Simple, you know. simple, simple. Make it a night. Say, yeah, make it a night. Make it a night, man. Do do those things together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Hey, man. Got, got, got to laugh. Got to laugh in life, man. No doubt about it. All right, let's give this thing away. Let's give this thing away. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Let me get my giveaway music up first and foremost. Yes. Protocol. Salute to, uh, salute to all our L.A. people, though, man. Definitely salute to all our L.A. people, C.K., you know. Um, the L.A. Knicks fans are heavy out there. Oh, real question, though. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to know, C.P., if they buy it, can they shave their beard with it? Um, yeah, I'm sure you can. You can could, you could use it on basically anything, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you just make sure, you know, yeah, just just make sure you clean it whenever you know. I'm saying, with. that's what I'm going to say. Just the yeah. key factor is making sure you clean it. Just keep it clean. <laughs> just keep it clean, you know what I'm saying? No cross-contamination. Yeah, no cross-contamination, man. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah you can use it on whatever you want, you know? Uh, it's your world, man. It's your okay. world. Right. Look, man. Yeah. But they, they also have other trimmers as well, you know, for other body sure parts. Do. They got travel bags and stuff. It's it's not just this. They have cologne. They have a lot of stuff. So make sure you check out the website and uh, and get your purchase on, man. The ladies sure. will appreciate you, fellas. Very That's much so. Very much so. Absolutely. All right. Let me gather, gather the names up and push this thing out. And we're going to see who's going to win the autographed Ashley Nicole Moss. Knicks fan TV snapback. All right, here we go. Appreciate Dave. Appreciate all the mods. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Monday, we got the Battle of the Battle of New York Act 2. Got washed in the first one. Hopefully, we put up a fight, man. Hopefully, we put up a fight against those Nets, man, and the, and the ring chasing Nets. Here we go. The winner is... Leonidas Jr. Okay. Wow. Casagnoli Leonidas Jr. 
Congratulations. You have just won the autograph snapback by Ashley Cole Moore. So congratulations to Casignol. I hope I didn't butcher your name, but Leonidas is, is fairly <laughs> straightforward. So shout out to Leonidas for winning that. And uh, great show, everybody, man. CK, go ahead and sign out, bro. Yeah, you know the deal. Uh, great show. Good win for the Knicks. You can find me everywhere, CK2K. Uh, Twitter, YouTube, I'm everywhere. But just glad about this Knicks win. Enjoy the rest of y'all weekend. See you guys Monday after, hopefully, another Knicks win. Yes, sir. Ashley? As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In With Ash Nicole. I just posted a new video, so I would appreciate a thumbs up from you guys on that. And we'll be back Monday to take down Brooklyn because you know what? Mm. Put it in the air. Put it in the air. Put that W in the air, man. I like that. No doubt. No doubt. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on Free Squad. Great show, everybody. Good win. Good win. It's just just a, just a win that we needed with this tough schedule, man. Next win, 119.97. Outstanding performance by Julius Randle with a triple-double, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, and RJ career-high, 32 points, 5 boards. Great job by him. Great job by Emmanuel quickly. And uh, Alec Burks off the bench, scoring 21 points and 15 points, respectively. So... Great job by the boys, and they'll be back in Brooklyn to take on the Ring Chasers. Remember, this show's available in audio podcast format as well, man. Spotify, all the podcast platforms, all on the Knicks Fan TV. You can't miss it. Um, you know, check catch up on this past week's content. We had the Kellerman interviews up in the podcast. We had my interview with Yaron uh, Weitzman uh, taking you inside the Knicks front office. You have um, the second half wrap-up with the second half kickoff with Ian Begley, Alex Wolf. That's where we talked about all our trade rumors. So we got a ton of content on the channel, man. Make sure you guys are catching up on it. Leave me a comment on those videos. Let me let me know that you guys are watching them. I'll respond back to any of your comments. And, and once again, definitely appreciate it, man. We'll see you guys Monday. Let me just salute the rest of the Super Chats real quick before I forget. Rhyme Animal Chuck D says... Um, my man, Chuck D says the Nets went out and purchased 2018 All Star Game. Facts, facts, Chuck. facts. We have no fear. Having more fun climbing. Let's go, Knicks Nation All 72. That's a fact. Young Tim in the building. Ash got Tim Fan TV on Demon Time in the chat. This, this hat is about to start a war. I'm trying to win one too, though. <laughs> Hashtag Nadiad. He said, "Let Ash cook. Let RJ eat." Yeah, bro. Uh, the Laydown Auto Multimedia Network says we will beat Brooklyn. You heard it here first. No doubt. Joshua B. OB's on the block for sure. <laughs> Junior Karoma, CP the Don versus Max Round 4, a must-watch pay-per-view event. CP the Don already leading the scorecards. Eight rounds to go. Eight more rounds to go. NYK for life. Charles Barkley says CP should go on with Carton. Max is such a loser. <laughs> Fat boy with kicks a shout out all these dudes from Simpland, USA. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Manuel Chuck these is getting in. His, uh, uh, oh, I think I read that already. Salute to Chuck. Brooklyn Reptile says, um, I lost that one. Hang on. Brooklyn Reptile says, coaches need to have RJ watch Larry Bird film with his ball fakes, release angles, post up and passing. Will be great to add to his game. Angel Barrio, CP, if the Knicks make the playoffs, who would you target in the offseason to build around RJ and Julius? I think both can become future superstars. And by the way, Max ran from the smoke about Porzingis. He definitely did. Um, we'll have to do another episode about, you know, offseason plans and stuff like that. But ideally, the prototypes you're looking for, I, I need a, a wing. 
I need a point guard. You know, uh, uh, we need off-ball shooting in the worst way. So, you know, if, if you capture that in one of those two positions, I think you'll, you're, you'll be on your way. Matt Shaw says, enjoy your show from Portland, Oregon, former NYC. It is not Dame time. It is Knicks time. Salute Matt Shaw. Dame's still my guy, and so is Melo, but salute Matt Shaw for holding it down in Portland. Emil Beaumont-Sor sends us an Australian super chat. He says, missed the game because of a 5 a.m. start, but love waking up to a win, holding it down in Australia. Hashtag do your Googles, Max. Yeah, that's all I tell him. Do your Google, do your research, man. That's Max and all the people at ESPN that, that got us messed up, man. Just do your research. DP, appreciate it. Paul Robinson, Max needs to keep that energy with the Clippers fans. <laughs> with the racist for behold of Donald Sterling. Eric Booker, appreciate it. Ellsberg Wright, appreciate it. Big Surge said the Nets are like a pop-up coffee shop in gentrified Brooklyn. The Knicks are the bodega, serving the community for years, ain't going nowhere. It's a good analogy. That's a great comparison. DP says, uh, hashtag appreciate Emmanuel. And Christoph says, CP, true Yardman, save your front. (laughs) (laughs) I know my Caribbean people know that. Make sure you save your front with Manscaped. 20% off plus free shipping. Promo code NYX. We out of here. NYX.